Uh, excuse me, are we on? Oh, I think so. Thank you. Hello, it's Paul. It's Nessa. It's Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour. A sketch comedy podcast with added stuff and nonsense. Yes, just when you thought we'd gone for good, we come back with a vengeance. <laughs> a bit like Covid. <laughs> Welcome to episode one, Prince Charles and the Internet Search. <laughs> Scalpel. Scalpel. Forceps. Forceps. Show me the ECG monitor. It's here, Doctor. Oh no. Oh God, no. Oh, oh please, not again. No, 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 no. What is it, Doctor? My God, what is it? What's wrong? I've forgotten to take something out of the freezer for tea tonight. Well, here we are with a long-awaited series two, and it's lovely to be back again, isn't it, Nessa? <laughs> Indeed it is, Paul. And in a packed show tonight... Oh, don't even think about starting with the two Ronnies reference. All right, fair enough. Now, as usual, you can interact with us on Twitter. We are at PN Happy Hour. Or you can have a look at our Facebook page and YouTube channel, and keep a lookout, right, because we soon might even be starting up a, a picnic channel. It's TikTok, Paul. All oh, right, yeah. Good luck with that then. <laughs> so, what have you been up to since the last series, Paul? Well, Nessa, I've mostly been uh, reading, doing some crap acting, and uh, <laughs> avoiding catching death from the modern plague. What about you? I've been mostly resting greenhouses and shouting at crows. Yep, true story. True story. And uh, do you want to tell the listener in podcast land what methods you deployed <laughs> in the wrestling of these greenhouses? Mostly tree stumps, <laughs> heavy paving slabs, yeah. and then when that didn't work effectively, I just slit the bastards with a Stanley knife <laughs> and don't even start on the crows. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> right, enough scripted banter. Let's have some more sketches. Ah, Peter, I was wondering, do you think you could come into work this Saturday? I know you love your weekends at home with the family, but we could really do with your help putting this Anderson account to bed. Hmm. Oh, well, OK. Uh, mind you, public transport isn't so great at the weekend, so uh, I'll probably be a bit late. Ah, no problem. When do you think you can get in? Uh, Monday morning? Bedtime. Of course, Ursula. Um, oh, yeah, I know a good one. Come on, then, settle down to bed. OK, Daddy. Now, Jack and Jill went up the hill. <gasps> it's not going to be rude, is it, Daddy? Uh, no, of course not, Ursula. OK. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Daddy? Uh, yes? Why did they go up the hill to fetch a pail of water? Um, was the pail of water already up there? And if it was, who put it there? And anyway, whoever it was, surely it belonged to them. <laughs> so why are Jack and Jill going on a mission up a hill to steal somebody's pail of water? I don't think that's quite the gist of the nursery rhyme, Ursula. Why didn't they just go to the dispenser on the fridge door like normal children? <sighs> Jack fell down and broke his crown. <gasps> Was Jack a king? No. Then why did he have a crown? Uh, no, it's not that kind of crown, Ursula. Um, crown is also an old-fashioned word. It means head. Well, why don't they just say that? It would be much easier 
Jack fell down and suffered a head injury. Because it wouldn't scan then, would it? Look, 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 let's, let's just carry on, shall we? And Jill came tumbling after. Jill sounds like an imbecile to me. Up Jack got and home did trot. Well, that's just irresponsible. If Jack has broken his head, as he's claimed, he shouldn't even be moving, let alone getting up and prancing round like a horse. As fast as he could caper. Not even going to bother with that one. Went to bed to mend his head. Oh, so he's self-administering first aid now, is he? A few minutes ago, he couldn't even walk up a hill without rendering himself practically unconscious. Idiot. With vinegar and brown paper. Oh, this is getting stupid now. Ah, yes, that's what there's a massive shortage of in the NHS. Vinegar and brown paper. It's ridiculous. That's what you use to clean the windows with. Not to treat severe head trauma. And where's Jill buggered off to all of a sudden? She should be getting him to a hospital, for God's sake. He could have a potentially life-threatening head injury. (sighs) Go to sleep, Ursula. Night-night, Daddy. Love you. It's time for our first brand new feature. Right now, in this section of the show, uh, well, it's going to be a bit loose, a bit random. It's basically where we're going to read out some stupid (laughs) internet stuff that we've found. (laughs) Now, if you find any random stupid internet stuff that you'd like us to feature here... (laughs) Because there is quite a bit of it out there, apparently. (laughs) There is. You can point it in our direction through Twitter, at PNHappyHour. And you're going to kick us off right now, aren't you, Paul, with this first episode? Yes, uh, just... Quick, simple one. What I thought I'd do for this one is one of those, you know, like Google predicts. Yeah. I've got them all written down there. <laughs> you know, like when you like you type in something to Google and then it, it thinks, it predicts what it thinks you're going to ask. Yeah. So I did one of those. Oh, God, for, no. <laughs> well, no, because we're going out on the on Jubilee weekend. I thought yeah. I'd do, does the Queen. <laughs> so you, I typed in, does the Queen, and it comes up with what, you, what it thinks. <laughs> so do you want the, the rundown of the top ten... I'm not sure I do. Here we go. So we start off. We start off nice and easy. Okay. Relevant for the weekend. Uh, does the Queen have two birthdays? Okay, she well, does. That's, yes. <laughs> then, does the Queen have a driving license? <laughs> does the Queen have a passport? Yeah, right. Then it went a bit, a bit skew. With does the Queen have power? <laughs> what magic powers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's gone with his royal family. <laughs> now, next one. Does the Queen watch the crown? Right. Yeah. Wash, wash. What? what? <laughs> Does the Queen wash her crown? Oh, that would go somewhere else. Watch the oh, crown. The oh. TV show, The oh, Crown. right. About the royal family, I think. I've never seen it. <laughs> now, hey, hey, we're, we're into the top five now. Does the Queen like Camilla? <laughs> Does the Queen own Canada? <laughs> And then, on the same theme, does the Queen own swans? <laughs> Which she does, doesn't she? Here's the next one. Does the Queen eat swans? <laughs> but finally, top of the list, I had to put this one at number one. Does the Queen support Arsenal? <laughs> there you go. Thanks for that, Google Predict. If anyone has the answer, watch football team. Come on! Kick the wall. Come on, you gunners. <laughs> Fuck Spurs.
this blooming cough. Shall we go out somewhere tonight, dear? I fancy a night out. Oh, I'd love to, but I've still got this tickly cough. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. We could just nip down the pub, sit quietly in the corner. <laughs> I don't think I could sit quietly with this, love. <laughs> well, what about that new Italian restaurant in the village? We've wanted to try that for a while. <laughs> I know, love, but I'd be worried (laughs) that I'd disturb the other diners. (laughs) I just can't shift this cough. All right. (laughs) Well, why don't we go to the theatre? Yeah, all right, good idea. Exciting new development for Happy Hour now. Yep, thanks to Nessa's incredible powers of blackmail... Friendly persuasion. Friendly persuasion. We've managed to procure a line-up of celebrity guests for this series of Happy Hour. (laughs) We have indeed. And we're delighted to welcome into the Happy Hour studio today... Katie Price. Mm. Katie, you've been famous since you were young, haven't you? Since the age of 17. What was it that made you famous? My boobs. Well, actually, it was both your boobs, wasn't it? If we want to be accurate. You're very clever, Mr... Dunn. It's Mr Dunn. Did you always want to go into modelling so young? 100,000%. And you've been a media celebrity ever since, haven't you? Well, people have got to realise, whatever I do, even if I fart, they want to write about it. So... Why not make money and sell that far? Well, exactly. And you attracted a lot of male attention, especially from Peter Andre. Can I ask you, what did you think the first time you saw Peter completely naked? Oh my God, it's tiny! Oh. And the only way I could rectify it was surgery. Hmm. So, anyway, uh, where do you live now, Katie? We live in the country. We live in the country too. Uh? We live in the country. When do you think you can just look at my ears? Excuse me? Obviously you've been a model, but is there anything about your appearance that you don't like? The thing is, I know I'm not ugly, but I hate my face. Your face? Oh my God, my eyes look terrible. No, they don't. don't be I think daft. you've got beautiful eyes. Yeah. You liar! No, we're not. No, honestly. Oh, it's true. Oh God, excuse me, I'm so sorry about that. Why not make money and sell that fart? I don't think anyone wants to buy my farts, Katie. Of course they do. Um, shall we do the pop quiz? Good idea. Katie, we want to try and see how good your pop knowledge is. So we're going to ask you some pop quiz questions, okay? Well, that's the best way to try it. Exactly. So, here we go. What is the title of the song by Free that featured in a Wrigley's chewing gum advert? Right now. Correct. What is the name of Michael Jackson's seventh studio album? That is bad. Correct. Where was the singer Jacques Brel from? It's from from Belgium. Correct. What would the lead singer of Aha, Morton Harkett, shout if he was angry? I'm so fucking angry. Correct. And nice attempt at the accent there, by the way. Uh, what famous Culture Club song was released on the 6th of September, 1982? Seriously, don't hurt me. Oh, I'm sorry, that's wrong. Uh? That's not the answer on the card. Show me. There, it's 
do you really want to hurt me? Oh, That's a bit rude. You have made me feel like so angry. Well, I'm sorry. It's just a daft little quiz. Oh, fuck off. Wow. You don't really like Paul, do you, Katie? Why is that? The way he's treating me. And what is it about him specifically? The way he acts, I mean. You don't like his acting. It's not good, is it? Uh, well, excuse me, Katie Price, but I think you'll find you're in a minority there. Well, just to let you know, I'm like everyone else. I went and saw four different surgeons for opinions, and they all said, you're just terrible. Wow. You are. Um. so anyway. When do you think you can just look at my ears? What? Would you not worry if your ear looked like that? She's obsessed. So anyway, you'll be heading home straight after this? Straight down the M1, I presume? There's no other way. Well, actually, you could do the A1M, then cut across the M18. Oh, piss off. All right, well, I think we'll call it a day there. Thanks very much for joining us, Katie Price. But before you go, is there one thing about yourself that no one knows that you'd like to share with us today? Got a hole in my ear. Everyone has, Katie. That's how ears work. I'm going to take you down. Is that a threat? That is... She's so fucking rude. Huh? I said you're so fucking rude. You're really making me... Making me what? Want to punch you right in your face. In my face? Yes. What do you mean my face? I mean that ugly plastic looking thing on the front of your head. Oh, fuck up. All right, let's end it there. Thank you very much, Katie Price. Well, that was exciting, wasn't it? <laughs> it certainly was. And pending any lawsuits or notices to cease and desist, we'll have more of that nonsense in the next episode. Yes, but of course, it is all just a fictitious bit of fun, as if we need to say that. Yeah. No Katie Prices were harmed in the making of this sketch. <laughs> no. Or punched in the face. Yeah, as <laughs> Well, Miss Sauvignon-Clatterfuck, that concludes your driving test. No, that was fun, wasn't it? So how did I do? Well, there were a number of points to note. Uh, quite a few times you failed to signal before moving off. Right. Your lane discipline saw you drifting across three lanes, totally oblivious to the car behind you having to swerve dangerously to miss you. Oh, good. Probably because you were applying lipstick using the rear-view mirror. Yeah, do you like it? It's crimson red. And at one point in the test, you answered your mobile phone to your personal stylist and booked yourself a manicure for next Friday. I know. I can't believe I had to wait that long. So, considering all those points, I should think it pretty obvious what I'm about to say. Oh, go on. Put me out me misery. I'm pleased to tell you that you've scored 100% and are now fully qualified to drive this Chelsea tractor around your city streets. Whee! Hello, Rover. Woof. Oh, hello, Rex. Woof, woof. Hmm. 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 I wonder. Hmm. Uh, what are you doing there, Rex? Woof. I'm being curious, Rover. Oh, yeah? Why is that then? Woof! Well, you know that saying, curiosity killed a cat? Yeah. Woof! And you know we fucking hate cats? Oh, yeah, Rex. Fucking hate cats, we do. Woof! So, every time I'm curious, 
Somewhere in the world, a fucking cat dies. <laughs> nice one, Rex. <laughs> fucking cat. Woof. 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 Now then, uh, those of you who managed to endure our trailer for this series will know that we plan to bring back our popular game slash quiz feature. Yeah, absolutely. So I say let's not bother with the usual preamble waffle and get straight on with it. <laughs> okay. I recently went into uh, a charity shop and purchased a book that I genuinely thought would help with a, a small gardening plight we have at home. It Did was you called... not back to slitting the greenhouses again, are you? <laughs> no, I think this might be worse. <laughs> it was called 50 Ways to Kill a Slug. Oh, I love it. Yes, <laughs> right. let's do it. <laughs> so what I'd like you to do um, is tell me whether you think these are suggestions from a book, right, or whether I've made them up on how to kill a slug. On how to kill a slug, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. And the game is called, and I want you to shout it either one, book or bollocks. Lovely, right? <laughs> no problem with that. Number one, put up signs quite simply saying "no slugs allowed." Bollocks. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Hang them out to dry. <laughs> Collect them up, put on some rubber gloves and peg them up on a washing line and watch them gently sway and wiggle and wriggle <laughs> in the breeze and die in the sun. Nah, that's not in a book, that's bollocks. Yeah, it's book. Is it book? <laughs> it's book. What is this book that you've bought? No, Who exactly. Wrote it? Number two, get them pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, get them pissed. Fill a bowl with beer in a highly populated area. They'll come and drink, then drown in the bowl. I think I have actually heard that on a telly show. That's book. That's, That's book. real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they did a, a feature on Tomorrow's World about that. Got Sounds this slug pissed on telly. You could see it, like, drinking out the top of the glass and then sliding down the glass. Sounds like light up the big market. <laughs> Right, uh, qu next question. Play loud music from Jamiroquai. Oh, <laughs> they will then leave and never, ever come <laughs> back. I'll follow them. That, I was going to say, that's bollocks. <laughs> that's like how to get rid of you. That would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> what you've been planning for years. <laughs> yeah, it is indeed bollocks. Next question. And I'd like to try one. that, though. What, getting rid of me? <laughs> Right, that's the end of part one of Happy Hour. We'll see you in part two. <laughs> Introducing our all-new range of products from JML. Yes, that's right. More random bits of tap that you never knew you needed. And, once you buy them, realise that you never did need them in the first place. Here's one. A plastic shelf that slots over the arm of your chair and has little spacers for a cup and a remote control. Say goodbye to those clumsy side tables for good. Or what about this? An easy fit door curtain made from strings of garlic bulbs. Stop those unwanted vampires coming into your home this summer. Easy to hang, fits most door sizes. Tired of struggling to open the jam jar? 
We have the solution. Just smash it to bits with a three-in-one easy hammer. Breaks open jam jars, milk bottles and car windscreens. Reading glasses that glow in the dark for bedtime reading. A hat that's also a sat-nav. An automatic pasta dispenser. Flame retardant candles. Yes, find all these products and more in our new JML range of useless tat. Available from all our usual outlets and then, very soon after that, your local charity shop. Oi, you. Yes, you. Man. Ha, that's a joke. Call yourself a man. Ha, you're not a man. You can't even get a hard-on. What kind of a man can't get a stiffy? It's the most natural thing in the world for a man to be able to do, if he's any kind of real man. But you're not a man, cos you can't get a hard-on. Erection, hard-on, erection, stiffy, erection, boner, tentpole, erection, hard-on, ramrod, erection! Feeling pathetic yet? Good, cos we have the answer. Send us a shitload of your money and we'll send you some pills. They've got some science in them that you don't need to worry about. All you need to know is that before long you'll be up all night shagging away again like a real man. Subscription required. We will continue to make you feel inadequate, so you keep sending us more money. For verification details, go to www.popperchub.com. Get wood again and be a man! Welcome back. I'm still laughing about you trying to get rid of me. <laughs> if you're a regular listener and a fan of Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour, you'll be delighted to find out that we're still doing this. Jokes that make you laugh, jokes that make you cry, jokes that are really, really funny. Jokes. Oh, God. How are then? Let's just get it over with. What did the dummy? <laughs> I'm so excited! I can yeah, hear yeah, myself. Yeah. What did the we du- genuinely put this out to a poll and it was voted to stay in? I can't. I just wanted to put that in there. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> what did the duck say when he bought lipstick? What did the duck say when he bought lipstick? <laughs> oh, I've just worked it out. Put, put it, it on, on my bill. bill. Don't do that. That's one rule of Nessie's jokes. You're not allowed to. Just, just. Say you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Put it on me, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for our serial now. Now, we had such a good time in the first series of Happy Hour with Megala, written by Tim Gambrell, of course, so we decided we wanted to do another one, another serial. And we've resurrected one of our sketch characters, the noir private detective, Johnny Malone. <laughs> <laughs> so we've given him his own spin-off series, The Case Files of... Johnny Malone. <laughs> yes. So, uh, to tease us into the new series, here's another chance to hear the pilot, I suppose, if you like. Johnny Malone and the Unpaid Rent. Friday night was just an opossum's gestation period away from becoming Saturday morning, and I was still in my office, exhausted. I'd been working on a case all week, 
My new desk was being delivered on Monday, but in the meantime, this suitcase would have to do. I was looking forward to putting my feet up with a good bourbon. I always kept my work feet on my bourbon shelf over the weekend when she walked in. She still hadn't figured out how to use doors, but that was just one of her quirks. Hey, Johnny. Long time no see, said the dead fish. She had a voice that could grate cheese and an hourglass figure. Unfortunately, that hour was 3 p.m. on a wet Wednesday afternoon. I didn't understand it either, but it somehow fitted, unlike her dress. I've been trying to call you, Johnny. I didn't get any call, sweet cheeks. I know. I've been cut off and not paying the phone bill. She stood there like she owned the place, which was fitting because she did. She was my landlady, and I hadn't paid my rent for six weeks. You haven't paid your rent for seven weeks, Johnny. Maths was never my strong suit. My full set of armor I bought off eBay, that was my strong suit. You better come up with what you owe me, Johnny boy, or you'll be running your two-bit private dick outfit from the back of your Ford Fiesta. I've just been having a quiet spell, Tallulah. Just give me a couple of days to see what I can do. No dice, Johnny. You got the weekend, not a second longer. And with that, she turned and left. I trudged the rain-soaked streets for a while, walking past the women of the night selling their bodies. Hey, sugar. Wanna buy an arm? And the stray foxes that seemed to haunt this town at night. Ghost fox. It was a good job I still had my work feet on. They knew where to take me, and I let them. They'd walked this route a hundred times before, Whenever I'd been in trouble in the past, I came here, to the Fur and Knickers. Hey, Johnny Malone. What do you say, Johnny? Hi, Barman Pete. What can I get you? Just my usual. Okay, so a drink. What drink can I pour you, Johnny? Bourbon. On the rocks. Ah, uh, we ain't got no rocks, Johnny. Delivery got delayed. I could put some ice in it instead. I guess that will have to do. Sure thing, Johnny. Coming right up. Barman Pete had the stench of booze and desperation about him. But so would any man who ran a dive bar full of lowlifes and deadbeats. The fur and knickers wasn't so much down at the end of Lonely Street as around the corner into What the Fuck Have I Done With My Life Avenue, just on the junction of Kill Me Now and End My Pain Boulevard. Still... It was the place to go to get the job done, if you know what I mean. Hey, here's your drink, Johnny. I fished out all the midges, just how you like it. Thanks, Pete. So what are you doing in these parts, Johnny? You want a stakeout? No, Pete. I need some readies, and fast. I came looking for Card Shark Bertha. Was it something I said? Oh, oh, no, 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 Johnny. It's just that uh, this time every night we have a minute's silence for Tommy Three Thumbs ever since he died here last month. Oh, uh, sorry. Wait, that wasn't a minute. Yeah, we're not really governed by time around here. 
Johnny Malone. I heard you were looking for me. Carrot Shark Bertha, the fastest draw this side of anywhere. I once saw her draw a sketch of a tawny owl in 36 seconds. But more importantly, she liked to play cards, and she liked to play for money. You looking for a game, Johnny Malone? I am, Bertha. I got my rent to pay, and you're the broad who's going to pay it for me. Oh, yeah? Well, let's just see about that. Bring me a triple vermouth, Barman Pete. Hold the rocks, hold the gravel, and somebody set me up a canasta table. We played for what seemed like hours, but was in fact most of a day. Saturday night was only a gerbil's gestation period away from becoming Sunday morning, and Bertha was taking me for a patsy. A vegan patsy at that. Then, all of a sudden, it happened. Read him and weep, Johnny Malone. Six of diamonds, three of clubs, and a one-eyed jack. I call that a perpendicular rinse out. Hold on just a minute, Carchuck Bertha. Where'd you get that one-eyed jack from? I played two of them not three hands ago. There's no way they've made it back to the top of the deck yet. Are you accusing me of cheating, Johnny Malone? I'm asking where you got the cycloptic knave, Bertha. And I'm asking if you think I'm card sharking you, Malone. Well, what do you think? Card shark, Bertha. And that's when it all kicked off. Bertha pulled out a knife. She pulled it out of the guy she'd stabbed ten minutes ago. She waved it around at me, so I reached for my gun. Unfortunately, I'd left it back at my office, and my arms weren't that long, so I had to trust her quick thinking and brute strength. Well, well, well. Looks like only one of us is armed, Johnny. And that's when it hit me. Of course, armed. Hey, sugar, wanna buy an arm? I had felt sorry for the prostitute on my way here, and even though I hadn't needed it at the time, I bought her arm from her. And now, it was going to save me from a fate worse than death. Death in the fur and knickers. So what are you gonna do now, Johnny? Oh, I've got something up my sleeve, Bertha. Oh, yeah? Like what? An arm. Is that supposed to be funny? No, but it is pretty handy. Uh, <laughs> take that. Uh, yeah, that. Looks like she wasn't the only one concealing things up her sleeves, huh? Well said, Barman Pete. Okay, Johnny. You better make like an infinitive in a grammatically inferior sentence and split. No need to tell me twice, Pete. See you around. With the rain bouncing off the sidewalk like a fat kid on a trampoline, I hightailed it back to my office. No doubt card shark Bertha would come looking for me eventually. So I stopped only to buy a prostitute's leg with which I could kick Bertha's ass. It was a porcupine's gestation period into Monday morning when she sashayed into my office like a little paper bag of sugar. Hello, Johnny. The door? You opened it. I guess I just got lucky. 
You got my rent, Malone? Yeah, I got your rent, sweet cheeks. Seven weeks arrears and another two years up front. I'm impressed. Who'd you have to shake down to come up with this little wedge? Let's just say I had a helping hand. I, I had, had a, a helping, helping hand. hand. All right, sweet cheeks, you got your money. Now, there's the door. Why don't you walk through it? Sure. See you around. It had been a crazy weekend, and not the good kind, like when it's a bank holiday and the weather's good and you all just spontaneously decide to drive to the coast on a massive piss-up. But the main thing was, I'd survived it, and I was still in business. Now all I had to do was take off my work feet, pour myself a large bourbon with extra rocks, and take delivery of my new desk. Case closed. And put away on top of the wardrobe once my desk was delivered. Strange but true. It's strange but true. Strange but true. It's strange but true. Strange but true. It's strange but true. Gorillas and potatoes have two more chromosomes than humans. Humans have 46, 23 pairs. Gorillas have 48. <laughs> potatoes have 48. What? <laughs> exactly. What does that even mean? <laughs> so the common cultivated potato varieties include the tetraplod. Oh, 2N equals 4X equals 48, with a basic chromosome number of 12. While there are cultivated species at the diploid, 2N equals 2X equals 24. To pentaploid, 2N equals 5X equals 60 levels. Are you okay? <laughs> not after that, I'm not. Are you having a funny turn? <laughs> Speaking in tongues? <laughs> it means nothing. But there, there you go. So they have two more chromosomes. Right. Than, than humans? Yeah, yeah. It's strange, isn't it? Yes, but true. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> according to that. Strange, but true. It's strange, but true. Well, there we are on this wonderful climax to Her Majesty the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations. What a wonderful sight to see this procession in Horse Guards Parade. And we can see there, in the royal box, Her Majesty the Queen sitting with her son, the heir to the throne, Prince Charles. It's all terribly boring, this, but I do like the horses. I know you do, Mummy. Uh, can I do some royal waving now? Not yet. Are you all right, Charles? Not too warm, are you? You are sweating somewhat. Yes, well, at least I can sweat, unlike that fuckwit of a brother of mine. Charles, you know never to mention that twit ever again. Oh, sorry, Mummy. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 Charles. Uh, I'm sorry, Mummy. I didn't mean to. I forgot. No, Charles, it's not that. Oh, damn it. Damn it, damn it. Damn it to buggery. Mummy, what is it? I've forgotten to take something out of the freezer for tea tonight. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a little ditty I jerked out recently near Windsor. What a British institution, the royal family. 
Aren't we proud to have this lovely platinum jubilee? Queenie's great as head of state, but oh, it seems to me Some of the others don't possess her quiet dignity Harry and his actress wife whinge on the Oprah show Fergie in bikini sucking Johnny Bryan's toe Princess Margaret's party is where she guzzled back the gin Charles wanting to be a tampon up Camilla's quim But oh, the Queen! We love the Queen! The Queen! We love the Queen! But these days, unfortunately, she's not as often seen Poorly on her legs, we hope she hasn't got gangrene Edward's foray into telly, it's a royal knockout Princess Di and Panorama when it all came out Philip being a racist at the mere drop of a hat Shameful sweatless Andrew, the paedophilic twat But oh the Queen, we love the Queen The Queen, we love the Queen Always brings a smile at Christmas on our telly screen. She's the best, Your Majesty, that there has ever been. The Queen! You have been listening to Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour. Conceived, written and performed by Paul Dunn and Nessa Karen. The sketches were written by Paul Dunn and Nessa Karen. Song lyrics were by Paul Dunn. Music was from Kevin MacLeod. The script editor was Paul Dunn. Happy Hour is a Crank Down Raw production. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>